Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You know what I mean? Like, there's no difference. Like, it was 114 today, and yesterday was 110. Felt about the same. You know, it, it gets to a certain threshold. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but when you get over 100, it doesn't really fucking matter. No, it doesn't matter. It's just hot. Yeah. Like, when they're like, oh, it's 114. It's, like, over here when it was, like, 114. And then, like, and today was a little cool at 112. I got, it was the same. It don't fucking matter. Two degrees right. over. When it's over 110, fuck you all. It's It's hotter than shit. Can kiss my fucking ass. But when it's ninety versus hundred, you can feel the difference. It's like, why are we going to sit here and argue semantics? Like, yeah. That's my question. <laughs> right. We oh, all I, know I, fa- the truth. I, I found that article of um, the uh, whack wank band, <laughs> Pornhub's uh, gadget oh, that lets yeah. you charge your phones. <laughs> oh my god! The power, the power of the sun in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died when I saw it. I was like, I could create a supernova with it. <laughs> Courtesy of Reddit. I also I elevated my children uh, today. They were I was thumbing through Reddit, and I was I was actually cleaning it out. I was deleting a couple of things I followed that I don't give a fuck about anymore. And um, one kid goes, "What's that?" And I go, "Reddit." And they go, "What's Reddit?" So I was explaining it. I'm too young for Reddit. <laughs> I was like, this is this, this is that. They go, oh, that's cool. Is it free? And I'm like, yeah, it's free. Now they all have a Reddit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think I've elevated my children. <laughs> you know, so the only social media they use is um Instagram. Yeah, that's what I hear a lot of kids usually that's, use. That's all they use. They don't use Snapchat. And they all say the same exact thing. Because I go, you guys use Snapchat to be honest with me. And they go, no. I was like, why not? And it's like, I don't like how people can send me things and then it deletes and then I can't prove that they sent it to me. That's the whole benefit of it. I mean, that's they, the whole point of it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't like that part. They, they like justification for people's actions or not justification, but uh, like being accountable. I think it bothers them that people can send them whatever they want. And then they're like, it's gone. Now I can't prove it to anybody. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Which is a, 
shittier version of Vine. Rest in peace, Vine. Yeah, in which peace. is just all music based or whatever. So. I mean, there's some funny stuff on there. There's a few of them that my my wife has TikTok. I feel like the it's the movie The Stuff from the 80s. Do you remember that oh, movie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where everybody was eating this new yogurt that yeah. they found some white substance at the center of the earth. Let's package this as yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> and that one poor fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> that movie terrified me when I was a child. Um, that's how I feel with this TikTok. Like everybody and every ad is TikTok, TikTok. I'm like, I refuse. I'm never going to. Because you get to a certain age that you're like, I'm just watching kids do things. Yeah. And it's creepy. Like, the, you, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you can't really. I hear it doesn't have very good filtering. Like, it's yeah, just they, I've everything heard, all at once. Yeah, I've heard that too. Like, it, they said they're supposed to improve it. But I, 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 th- I chalk that up to like Snapchat. Like they say they improve stuff, but and Facebook, you know, like they say it, but it really is not there. Yeah, so I found the article. I found an article at the New York Daily News, so you know, reputable source. Of course, from 2015, the power is in your hands. Uh, adult videos site Pornhub is developing a device that allows men to simultaneously save the planet and charge their phones by masturbating. The genius gadget called Wank Band. Is strapped to the naughty the naughty user's wrist and generates electricity when it moves up and down, according to the triple X rated website, which claims to have the Earth's best interest in mind. Uh, quote: It's well known how incredibly fast we run out of natural resources, and what's worse, how much they pollute in order to create energy. The promotional video of the on the pornography site says. At Pornhub, we realize by, that by offering our users millions of hours of adult content, we are part of the problem. And that's why we're going to show men how to save the planet while do, uh, doing what they do best. The creative cuff <laughs> nice, uh, contains a valve that, with a small weight inside that generates and stores electricity. It also has a USB port on the side of the power, uh, side to power laptops, uh, phones, cameras, and tablets. Stop jacking off and start jacking on, the clever ad says. <laughs> not surprising. I buy it just because of that. I know, right? It's like, not surprising the accessory has already quickly formed a fan base. If anyone thinks that Wank Bank isn't anything sort of genius, it's um, is obviously in denial. I can, f- I can finally fulfill my dreams of becoming a power company, Wank, hashtag Wank Band. Uh, it's unclear when the band hits shelves. And it's still in development stage. The company's looking for lovely hands to test it out when it's finished. Never did come out, did it? No. Yeah. I always thought it was a fucking, when I first heard about it, I thought it was like an April Fool's thing. Right. Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you got to look at it and go, okay, so you're going to have USB ports. Is it going to be standard USB? Is it going to be USB-C? Like, are we going to have thunder, thunder ports, thun, uh, lightning ports, you know? <laughs> Thunderport. What, what are we gonna have? You know, it's Thunderports because I'm holding Thor's hammer. You feel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the god of I'm the god of lightning, not hammers. <laughs> That's right. Um, I thought that was like that that part in that movie where he says, "Are you are you the god of hammers?" Right. Like that was like the most dad check I've heard in, in a long time. And it's weird because you're watching two gods and it's a Marvel movie, but it's something a dad would say. Yeah. It's a total dad moment. Like right if, there. if everyone, if everyone jumped off the roof, would you too? Yeah. Like it's that kind of thing. 
<laughs> and it's so funny that I, I always, when I was a kid, I'm like, fucking people are so lame. My parents are lame with it. And you can only, you say shit like that. Right. <laughs> like, it just comes out. What was it? Um, I, there's a, what was it? A progressive commercial? I think it's progressive. And they're like, the, there's two young couple that got a house and they went over to their neighbor's barbecue. And they're like, and we started noticing a weird thing that everybody's kind of acting like our parents. And then all these guys all wearing the same shit, like polo shirts or football jerseys are standing around a barbecue and the woman comes up and goes, can you make me a burger? And they go, boom, you're a burger. You know, they're making all these stupid, yeah, like, stupid shit. you know, and then the, um, the wife, uh, the wife sitting next to this other lady and she goes, Oh, you have a tattoo. And she's like, yeah. She's, do you not work? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's like that shit always cracks me up. It's so funny because I said something like that one time. <laughs> I have this friend, um, Gabby, Gabriella, um, and she's she works with me. She doesn't work with me, but she works in the same building, and, and we're cool. We've gone to the bar a couple times. She's part of the group, and um, she's this short Hispanic girl, and she's got a lot of tattoos, and um, she's also really hot, but <laughs> her boyfriend's the shit, and she's pregnant. So... So you can um, still hit it. Huh? You can still hit it. I mean, I'm also married. <laughs> but, but I encourage but, anyone but, who but, wants to try. But really, though? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, it's not cheating if you can't get her pregnant. <laughs> Duh. <Yeah. laughs> I'm going to say that tomorrow. I'm going to tell her, like, Gabby, you know it's not cheating if I can't get you pregnant. Girl, but you got But you got to top that and go, science. <laughs> <laughs> science. The thing is, she'll be like, oh, yeah? And then she'll make it go too far and I'll get uncomfortable. Um, so... <laughs> she, <laughs> I forget what I was. I, oh, I did. I told her. I said, you know, it wasn't too long ago that someone such as yourself would be begging for change. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> I work for a very progressive company. So. Um. Oh man. Are we record? We're recording. All right. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, everybody. Hey, hey. Welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright so the heat is back uh, it's summer and uh, yeah so um, summer's already started I'm already over it like it's pretty hot and <laughs> and I summer in LA is worse than summer in, in Phoenix and, and I'm going to tell you why <laughs> tell LA, us <laughs> LA for the most part has great weather they like to say <laughs> um, the Santa Ana winds are a pain in the ass. Yeah. If you have uh, allergy problems. Yeah. those Right. And then it's also the summers are pretty, pretty warm, especially with the humidity. But it's like L.A. is in California. So they don't want to admit that. <laughs> and it's an older city. So you have a lot of places that aren't air conditioned or are right. poorly air conditioned. Like you go into a store and you're like, it's hot in here. Yeah. Like, fuck this. Arizona is relatively new and everyone knows the summer is going to be hot as fuck. So summer just becomes the time where we become pod people <laughs> and we're always inside something that has AC. Or someone and, and that has AC. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be in 
a car, you'll be driving, the AC's going, and it's still warm. It's like in, <laughs> you know, and then you see that one poor bastard in like a 90s car with the windows all rolled down. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, this poor guy, you want to fix his AC for him. Yeah. And here's yeah. 300. Go get, the, go get that fixed, dude. Well, Jeez. I mean, if he needs help, he could just get that Pornhub band and just like masturbate yeah. to get the AC going. <laughs> this jerk while he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> this is a difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing this anyway, but now it's just banned. <laughs> hey, oh, shit. hey there, cutie. I can charge your phone for you. <laughs> hey, baby girl. <laughs> oh, my phone's died. I can fix that for That's you. That's going to be the new thing. It's like, oh, I need a charger. Listen, I'm going to put this band on your wrist. And you can charge your own phone because nothing happens for free, right? This motherfucker. <laughs> Ah, that's the new perf. <laughs> what was the Nintendo's catchphrase? You got the power in your hand. <laughs> now you're playing with the power. power. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that should be their with the fucking power glove. I want the power band, but I want it to look exactly like a Nintendo power glove. <laughs> and then I'll feel like the wizard motherfucker. I'll be like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh god, that'd be great. <laughs> Heat is on, but yes, it is. Why it are is the hot. Streetlights getting brighter. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is hot. I told um, Steve how to make an air conditioning, mm-hmm. and he tells me he'll look at it. He never will. <laughs> but I, I did I, was, tell him it was a hundred. It was a hundred today. It was a hundred and two. I think yesterday, um, and uh, it was it was pretty warm. Like it was. I mean, you know, hundreds hundreds warm, but it was. Yeah. It was it was actually a dry heat, so it wasn't so bad. When we get into like late July, early August, and the and the monsoon mo- monsoonal moisture comes in here, it's gonna get shitty. Um, but what you have one fourteen? Yeah, it was one. Um, I'm fairly certain it was one fourteen today. Let's see, Phoenix. When your sister city is Baghdad, doesn't really sp- bode well right. for you, right? Um, <laughs> weather. That's why there are camels and a lot of la, 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 in your neighborhood. It was one ten today, actually, because it did it did rain a little um, last night. Um, pretty pretty heavy. Um, where I live anyway. Um, and it was one oh three right now. Uh, it's currently eight o'clock at <laughs> night. Um, it's like seventy three degrees in my house, but. Um, precipitation we're at the, zero. We're at the uh, top of the hour, and it's currently uh, eighty degrees. Right, humidity eighteen <laughs> percent, which is pretty high for Arizona. Yeah. Um, tomorrow will be one thirteen with clear skies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're gonna take a look at the map here, and the uh, high front is, seems to be pushing out a little bit. <laughs> and as you keep, it's so funny because it's like humidity is eighteen. Then tomorrow, 14, Tuesday, 12, then Wednesday, 19. Oh, what's <laughs> happening on Wednesday? We're, we're about to enter um, what they call the monsoon season here, which is where storms, warm weather storms from the Gulf of Mexico uh, blow up over here. And it, it pours. It's, they're really weird because it will um, – it won't rain long. Like it will probably rain for at most an hour, but that hour it is fucking buckets of water. Yeah. And when you live in a desert, the ground does not absorb any of it. So in the older parts of Phoenix, like 
Phoenix proper and a lot of the the west side, which is um which is older. I live on the east side, so I'm gonna have to deal with it. Um, you'll get a lot of flooding. And uh, the east side was built with these flooding reservoirs. They're really cool. Everyone's like, wow, there's so many parks here. Like, there's so many feet. Yeah. There's also, see them big drainage things? They fill <laughs> with water, too. Like, it's kind of ingenious how they did it. You have all these parks that people have fun at. But then when it, the, the rain overflows, it comes off the streets and it just fills up the fills up the parks. <laughs> Keeps the grass wet. <laughs> Keeps yeah, the grass green. Just get a fucking, get a boat and go out there with your sweetheart, you know? Um, yeah, but yeah. It's 90 degrees out here right now. It was a high of 100. And uh, like tomorrow's going to be 99, so not much of a difference. But Tuesday, 93. On Wednesday, 88. And then Thursday, 82. So. Maybe that's not bad. No. It was, I mean, we started this on Friday, so it's like Friday through months. It's like a four-day four day week of getting this. It hasn't been too bad, you know, just, you know, I feel bad for my dogs, you know, so. But, you know, we get the, my dog sleeps with his face in the fan. Like, literally, I have a little floor um, floor uh, fan, and he just sleeps with his head right there, <laughs> right in front of it. Uh, but, uh, oh, hey, uh, last week, we, you, we got to mention, you hadn't picked it up, your PS1. Oh, yeah. So um, my PS1 Classic or Mini or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, I have it. It's hooked up. I'm currently looking at it. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, for 25 bucks, I got it on sale. If I would have bought it for 100 I would have been upset. Right. But for, for 25 bucks, it's really cool. It's got Final Fantasy VII on it, Wild Guns, um, Twisted Metal, and it plays it in the original um, – uh, the original resolution. Oh, it would have yeah. been cool if they would have upscaled it a little bit, but whatever. They basically just threw the ROMs on there and said, there you right. go. Um, I mean, hey, it's 100 bucks, so it's not like they could do everything to it. <laughs> right. The, the, the glowing style of the system, though, is the controllers. So they're, they're exact replicas of the original PlayStation controller. Um, no analog sticks, so the the first one. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's hard US- to remember like that the, the first one didn't have the analog sticks. Yeah. And they're USB, yeah. so they work with your PC. You can plug nice. them directly in your PC, and they work. Um, and it came with two, which I thought was cool. Oh, you can even plug – they came with USBs? That means you could even plug them into your uh, your uh, wank band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to charge them, but yeah. Um, they're extremely light, too. Like they're, I swear – and I have a regular PlayStation controller, like a real one, mm-hmm. and they're exactly the fucking same. Just the wire is thinner. Um I did do the exploit where you can add ROMs and all that. It works, but it's cumbersome. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get too much into it because I was trying. My son wanted to try the older games and it was just becoming an issue because it wasn't set up. So it's like whatever. The cool thing is, is once you set it up, you're pretty much done. <laughs> and then the USB, um, you have to. So you can only play single player if you're uh if you have the exploit, you keep the, the USB in the second slot and um, that's where all your ROMs and stuff are. And then if you pull it out, it just works like it normally did. Oh, you know, with the 20 games in there. Oh, that's um, cool. but actually, I, I forget what fucking games are on here. That's the problem is um, the real problem with the system is that it doesn't account for my memory being shit. So. <laughs> Actually, no, it does. So when it gives you the 20 games, (laughs) I'm going to turn it on. And it actually starts up just like a regular PlayStation. 
to turn it on, then switch the fucking import, then turn it off, then turn it back on. That's just my TV being shit. So hold, hold, please. <laughs> hold, please. I know, I know uh, podcasts are really interesting when you um, don't make any noise. So, like, what am I on hold with AT&T over here? Yeah, let me see if I can swing the mic over. I don't know how loud it is. Oh, it's oh. pretty fucking loud. Yeah. There you go. That's like one of the best parts of the whole system. <laughs> um, it's just the, the on the screen. So I just wanted to run through, because these things seem to, they'll go on sale again, because no one's buying them. Right. Um, you might want to pick one up. So the games it comes with is Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, uh, the original Grand Theft Auto, nice. um, Intelligent Cube, which was a big deal for me. I fucking was addicted to this game when the PS1 was out. Um, it's like a puzzle. It's a weird game. Um, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, um, Mr. Triller, <laughs> uh, Oddworld, Abe Odyssey, Abe's Odyssey, um, the first Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, uh, Persona, um, per- Revelations Persona, um, Ridge Racer Type 4, uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, <laughs> um, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, Wild Arms, and Battle Arena Toshin- Toshinden. Um, and then some cool things about it. It's really fucking simple. Like all these games are on a they're on a wheel that I'm just spinning. Um they have settings for for each game or settings for the system, which are really simple. <laughs> There's like a screensaver or like power saving shit. It's really dumb. They have a guide on how to use the system, which you don't need. <laughs> each um, game has its own like virtual memory card. Um, and then two things that I really like. about I'm going to turn it off because this fucking beeping is annoying me. Um, two things that I really like about the system is um the ah, god damn it um multiple disc games so there's a couple of those that are multiple disc games final fantasy 7 metal gear solid um the eject what would be the eject button on the playstation uh is the multiple disc button so when it says insert disc 2 you press that button and a little menu comes up and you just select the disc that you want and then press it again and then it loads the disc so i was like okay that's cool you know um also it's lazy because they could have just programmed it to not need you but whatever you know Um, hey it was only 99 bucks so right (laughs) um and then the other thing is no matter if you turn the as long as you don't unplug it but if you you can turn it off with the power button in a game or whatever uh there's a the reset button on the console brings you back to the menu it will automatically save um the point that you're at so you could save in the game like normal so like if i'm playing final fantasy 7 i can go to a save point save it it'll save it to my memory card but it will also save the exact location i'm at when i close it so i can resume from wherever the fuck i want i thought that was kind of cool but um yeah i mean for 25 bucks it's cool for the controllers alone it's cool but um the hack i'm gonna look into it a little bit more but uh, it was cool. I was playing Super Mario on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's being stupid. But um, these controllers are just so fucking just retro, bro. Nice. I don't even know how we used these. 
It's yeah. so uncomfortable <laughs> compared to what we have now. Well, I mean, remember what we had before was just Nintendo. Right. You know, we didn't have anything else. So. And these ones, I remember, you don't put them in your palm. The PlayStation, you put like, so they, they're like the grips or whatever. Right come down and i i used to rest them in between my pinky and ring finger of each control of each hand but it's hard now because i have a fucking wedding ring and the damn wedding ring gets in the way so no. now i gotta divorce my wife yeah. so i can use my playstation gotta do what you gotta do you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's pretty dope um if it goes on sale again i'll probably buy steve one or something nice because they're pretty they're fucking so cheap when they go on sale but but right, the, the normal price is sixty bucks, and no thanks. Right, like that that's fucking stupid. It was a it was a no it was a no thanks at a hundred bucks. Right. Uh, I mean, if they started it at sixty bucks, that would have been a better price point because that's what Nintendo did. And I mean, they do give you a few extra because I don't think Nintendo came with two controllers. Um, but that's really the only extra thing it gives you. They don't even give you a power brick. Hmm. Like it just comes with the wire. <laughs> Which is fine. I could, I'm fucking swimming in power bricks, right. you know. But still, dude, like, come on, <laughs> you're better than that, you know. Right. Um, so I saw John Wick three finally. Oh, nice. And uh, it was really cool. Like, you do have to see the first. You at least have to see this previous movie, John Wick two, in order to see three, because it literally picks up from right where the the last one left off. Um. But, uh, oh man, the fight scenes were intense. Um, and then it definitely leads to like, they've already said that there's going to be a a four that's going to come out in 2020 or 2021, I think. And, um, and you see where it, and you can actually kind of see it building from two. Like they had, like, it seemed like they did two, three and four were going to be a trilogy, you know, after the first movie. So they were definitely setting it up. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. If you've seen two, it definitely doesn't leave you guessing. Uh, Halle Berry is still hot and vicious, and so her two, so are her two dogs in the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, really, I just, I really really dug it. A um, lot on action, just a lot on just where it was going to go and just how things were going to resolve itself. So it, it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, you have characters from the second movie back in it, like Lawrence Fishburne. So of course you had another, uh, you had the matrix reunion there again. Um, and Ian McShane is, is great as usual in the, in it. So, um, if you haven't checked it out yet, and if you've checked out the other ones, like, you know, uh, it's definitely a it's a it's a great series of movies. It's, it's definitely one of those where it's just Keanu Reeves being a badass, and yeah, it's super over the top. Oh, but yeah. it's it's great. But it, it it's great over the top. You know, it's just fun to watch. Oh yeah, and uh, so and it's kind of funny too because like I'm watching it and I'm like, he was in the middle of filming this when he did call me, uh, call me your uh, call call me maybe call me your baby or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's kind of funny where see like you did that total 180 when he did that Netflix like right in the middle of shooting uh, John Wick three. So but uh, but yeah, really, really great movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, big fan of it. Um, I saw I saw on um, Twitter some uh, story of a guy that 
his dog was, you know, um, the guy was walking his dog and his dog was uh, ready to take a, a dump and an alligator came out of nowhere and um, got the, tried to grab the dog and the owner ran and started to fight the alligator, kicking the alligator in the fucking face. And uh, the alligator ran back into the water and the dog was okay. And I was like, and then I, I, ret- I think I retweeted and says, the plot for John Wick 4. <laughs> like, like that's, what's, <laughs> that's what it's all basically going to come down to. Um, and one last thing for me is uh, I've restarted my blog, um, my middle-aged blog. I had, I had done it and I kind of fell off of it you know, working on, on this one for a while. So, but now I've kind of reached that point where it's like, I can, I'm actually starting to go back on that. And, and, um, so if you haven't, if you're interested in seeing like my own personal shit, it's, uh, my middle blog.wordpress.com and, uh, you can check it out there and I'm trying to update it a couple times a week. So I've, I've been retro blogging. You've been retro blogging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a journal. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've been doing that. Uh, my friend was doing it. He's like, you got to try it out because it's really, it's like cleans the head out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And I bought a, a notebook and started doing it. And it, it really does. Like it's calming, especially doing it at night. Like you're like, oh, I feel better. Right. Because you feel like you've you've just told someone things, but you really haven't. <laughs> you know? Right. And most of the time it makes no sense. Like you'll open the book and it's just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, it's just some stupid shit in <laughs> like, there. Like, you're like, I don't know if I'm clearing stuff out or am I just becoming a mass murderer. Like, this right. is going to be the journal they're going to find after I, you've killed, like, 80 people. But I don't, um, I don't write in it every day, but it's been pretty cool. And then I've been, um, I've, something I wanted to add, and I'm not going to go into it because we've already been on this thing for too long, um, was I've been really on that D&D kick because I'm trying to get the game together for the kids and um that one i have a pretty good solid story going and all that but then this weekend i needed to make a new character for the game i play with my friends Mm -hmm. and i made a fucking dwarf fighter and he's a fucking super badass and i got this custom uh character sheet it's all written out and i'm gonna look so fucking cool and everyone's gonna look stupid so (laughs) you know that's happening so it's so it's gimli is that yeah, what pretty, much. pretty much it? <laughs> no, it's funny because because I was like, I was a warlock. I'm like, all right, um, DM, <laughs> I want to kill this character. It's like, why? It's like because we have nothing. We we only have one heavy on the entire team, and it's a cleric. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he focuses on healing, so we're kind of gonna die hmm. a lot. And I'm like, I just want. We just need one more heavy. He's like, okay. He goes, yeah, you can. Um, you can. I'll kill. We'll kill your char- character off next session. Just have a character ready. I'm like, I bet. So um, I was like, I'm going to make a fighter, but an Eldric, it's called an Eldric Knight. And so it's a fighter that can also cast spells. And then because I actually read the fucking books and no one else in our game does, I min max the fuck out of it. So it's like a super power and none of it's cheats. It's the most powerful fighter you can have at level three. So <laughs> I'm really excited. Uh, there you go all right so uh let's go ahead and jump into some of our short takes adam why don't you kick us off sure let me click on the script part okay (laughs) a little immersion for you um last week at&t promoted the idea that they would offer their robocall block service to all their customers for free 
Well, that didn't last long. It was revealed that the free service would allow people to block individual numbers, you know, like what Android and Apple inherently offer on their devices. However, if you want these calls sent automatically to voicemail without manually entering the number, you have to pay for their $5 a month service. Uh, The main reason for this, the FCC requires wireless providers to offer the spam block feature, but didn't order um, order it to do so for free. Um, you know what bugs me the most doing it with Android or Apple or whatever is that it still goes to voicemail. There's people that I just want to block forever. Yeah, I know. And then my mailbox is full. It's like, fuck, dude. Yeah, I know. I, the scam calls have been out of control lately. Oh, I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, like it's literally like maybe three times a day. Yeah, it's you ridiculous. And, and it's it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm getting I was getting shit in Vietnamese. I got a phone call the other day that said my social security number had been suspended. Oh, I get that. I got that like at least twice a week. I was like, that's not even possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you type it, it's funny. You type it into Google. It's just like, no, this cannot happen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Like treason? I yeah. Think <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's funny too because like it, um, they were like, like the, everybody was saying, oh yeah, ATT is going to do this for free with their customers. But literally, like I, I was like going, they're not doing it for free. Then the next day, I saw, sort of, and then it was the basic stuff. Like, oh yeah, if a number calls you and you want to block it, you can do that for free. And I was like, oh, so you mean like what you can do on iPhones and Android phones, yeah. you know, like without using your thing? And it was like, but if you want it, and it's only postpaid. All you anybody that's using prepaid, you're kind of fucked. I think Verizon's the same way too. I think all of them have one, but you have to pay for it. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, and it's like we have to offer you this, but we're not going to do it for free. So exactly. Fuck so you. We, it's just another way for us to get money out of you. Right. Well, after months of rumors, media uh, Warner Media has revealed their upcoming streaming service. H. Uh, I was going to say HMO. HBO yeah. Max will be arriving in spring 2020 with quote originals and programming from. Warner Brothers, New Line, DC Entertainment, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, Looney Tunes, and more. End quote. The service, um, the service already announced that classic shows like The Office and Friends will be leaving Netflix at the beginning of 2020, moving over to their service. The biggest mystery remains the price. So... They said that it's, um, according to this, they've said that it's not going to affect HBO Now and HBO Go. So, like, that service is still going to stay the same. Um, This obviously is going to include HBO in the package. But um, also I read that they're not not getting rid of DC, the DC Universe. I didn't think they were because DC Universe has comic books. You know what's probably going to happen is they're going to take the shows off of DC Universe. Yeah, they said at this particular time nothing's changing with DC Universe because I was like, if you're going to do that and the rumor is you're pulling shit over, why is anybody going to get to DC Universe? I would actually honestly prefer – Warner Media has quite a bit of television shows or television networks. So if you make a, a streaming network that's like ten bucks a month, I did they say the price? I'm sorry no, if you said that. No, that's there's still no price. Okay, so um, ten dollars a month. Then yeah, then take the DC stuff and put it on there. Yeah. Because then you just get you get DC Universe if you want the comic books. Right. Like how Marvel does it. Yeah, like Marvel Universe. Yeah. The, It'd be cool if they were all together. Yeah. But I mean, that's two different. 
the people who want fucking the CW and CNN are not looking for DC Comics usually. Yeah, and and to be honest, I would pay six bucks, seven bucks a month for just the comics. I mean, yeah, Marvel charges you? nine bucks, you know, for yeah. for their or ten bucks for their comics. So it's like, yeah, I'd pay that just for the comic books. And you know, then at least you, there you can go on there because I mean, if you're not in the mood for any comic book stuff, like comic book movies or TV shows, there's really nothing else there. I need to know where where Doom Patrol will be, <laughs> and when that second season is dropping. That's that's what I need. <laughs> yeah, we haven't heard if they're officially renewed yet. No, I don't know why they're on the fence about it because they already renewed Titans. Yeah, and that show's okay. Yeah, so like it's fun, but it's not on the level of um, what's it called? And fucking um, Swamp Thing was better than Titans. Yeah, and I only watched one episode. <laughs> so, um, in a recent interview, Todd Phillips revealed that the plot of the upcoming Joker film would not contain a story that was previously told. So it seems that we will get an original story of the Joker's origins that most likely won't have anything to do with the Batman character or be continued in follow-up movies. So basically, it will be a one-off story that will have nothing to do with the Cape Crusader, which makes the movie kind of pointless. Fully agree. Um, It's like they took the shell of a character and go, hey, you guys like the Joker? Come check this movie out. Got the hype up. And they go, oh, by the way, it has nothing to do with DC Universe. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then it's not a Joker movie, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I know. it's, And uh, there was a couple of people that were just like, like they go, they're promoting the hype out of this. But he's, um, some people are saying them and people they know have zero interest in seeing the movie. And it was like, I don't know if I have zero interest, but it's not something I'm like, oh, I got to wait. Can't wait to see it. I have interest in seeing it because of who's playing. Right. The Joker, and I, I think love that's him why. As an actor. I think that's why the, what they're hoping is yeah, that. Like, and I'll see it, but I'll probably not see it in the theater. Yeah, that's not the kind of movie I go to the theater to see. So, yeah, you bootleg it. <laughs> no, I'll see it. Like, I'll see it on you know when it comes on one of the eighteen streaming services that I fucking <laughs> right. pay for. Because V V O D, yeah, or rent it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's it's um, I don't know. It's just silly. Yeah. We've been renting digitally lately too. Yeah. Like I've I've cut I've cut Redbox out because they always forget to return them. Yeah. I oh, say yeah. they, there, I mean my wife. Yeah. There's no read for Redbox anymore if you go VOD. Like I I VOD from Hulu or it's Microsoft. It's a little cheaper. Redbox yeah. is a little cheaper. Yeah, but. But when they I don't mind paying a couple extra bucks, I don't have to go anywhere. Right, exactly. That's you know what I mean. So you're paying for that convenience. And now that I have the fast internet, I actually signed up for um, Hulu TV again. Oh yeah, they were they offered me a free month, and I was like, I'll just try it out, you know, because my wife loves the Food Network and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, and it's worked flawlessly. Like it it it's more crisp than fucking actual cable is. (laughs) You know, like so I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and I guess Cox Cable, the the cable here, uh, has an issue with the TV portion of cable going out a lot. Oh, yeah. But their internet doesn't. Oh, interesting. So I don't have to worry about any of that bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah, Hulu TV has been pretty dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, how is the interface for uh, um, Hulu TV and stuff like that? I, I don't even know. I haven't even looked at it yet. My oh. wife has been using it through a Chromecast, um, but 
I just walk in and, and they're watching TV already. All right. Because I don't really watch TV that much, as you know. I'm just saying that for the audience. Um, but uh, I haven't. I'm on the website right now. I'm going to see if I can if I can do something here. Um, live TV. So it jumps me. Oh, cool. So it jumps me right into um, like a like a TV guide, whatever the fuck people call this nowadays. Um, and there's a TV channel in the corner. Currently, The Lion King is playing. Um, so what is... I guess I just click on shit <laughs> to change the channel. Uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. Hmm. Quick as shit, though, because that fucking Lion King video came up quick. Right. Look, Shark Tank's on. Yeah. Let's watch Shark Tank. And you can, um, you can record shit. I need to look at it a little bit more because um, I didn't. I'm not the one who signed up for it, but um, you, it has like a digital, H, uh, digital DVR and all that other silly right. shit. Um, yeah, what I liked, with I, I liked with YouTube TV is everybody got their own DVR. Like, yeah, know. I think Hulu's like that too because I'm on my wife's profile right now. You should fuck with but, it. Thank you. Right. <laughs> um, the only thing is Hulu only allows you to have five um, profiles. And, and I realized that the other day because I was trying to make one for Harley. That was more like a parental thing. Mm. But there's too many on here already. So I'm probably going to have to delete. Three of my kids have their own shit. and probably going to delete those. Make a girls, boys, and then um, fucking me. Yeah. Hannah. And I, I still – I keep my name as daddy because Hulu goes, hi, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it just it makes me laugh every time I see it. Hey there, Daddy. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> like, hey. Uh, all right. Well, Mozilla launched a beta version of their new Ad TV new subscription service. What, much like the other services out there for five bucks a month, you can read all the news that you want from your favorite publications, even though they, we don't know exactly who's on the service yet. But without those annoying ads. The concept was to bring you the news you like and give publishers a larger portion of the revenue generated by the service. Seems like a seems like a dig at Apple, who usually demands fifty percent of the revenue generated. The service seems to like a decent idea, but with all the other news services with ads, I'm not sure just how many people will take to it. Yeah, there's there's still very little reason. To pay for news unless you're super into the news. Right. Like the average person can get their news just fine from the local source or from uh, like CNN.com or something. Or, you know? or even if you have just basic Apple News, you know, not the, yeah. not the plus. I mean, you can get a lot of news through there. And Apple News is pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, of, the, of the ones like Google News and all that stuff, Apple News is actually probably the best. That I that I've used, and I'm using the free version. I'm not using um, the Apple News Plus. Well, all Apple News Plus does is add magazines. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I I mean, I there was a moment where I was all into the news, and then I kind of fell off of it because I realized I didn't give a fuck about half of the shit that was going on. Um, because I mean, the news now is just it's a circus now. It's just what did Trump do today? I don't fucking care what Trump did today. I really don't like it's just one big fucking reality show and I don't care. Right. So um, that's my soapbox for the day. <laughs> um, moving on to happier things, hopefully. 
It was announced this week that a new DC Black Label is coming. Writer Jeff Lemire uh, spoke with io9 um, to discuss Joker Killer Smile. It will introduce a new mental health profession in Joker's, li- Joker's life. Dr. Ben Arnell uh, will realize what happens when you let the Joker into your life. I wanted to tell an intimate story about how the Joker's evil is something that can devastate a normal family or a relationship as much as it devastates society as a whole, Lamar said. That the idea that really grabbed that the idea that really grabbed me, that sense of terror that would come from letting something like the Joker into your family. This sounds really interesting to me. And I actually read about this a couple days ago. Um, not much information is out right now. Yeah. But um, especially being on the DC Black label, like I have a feeling this is going to get fucking real, dude. And yeah. for it kind of reminds me of um, that one shot that came out uh, that was just titled Joker where oh, the dude yeah. went to pick him up. Yeah from um, the asylum and he was fine at first and then just progressively got more insane. Like the more, the more he realized he was free, (laughs) you know what I mean? So it was like, it's, I feel like this is going to be a similar thing where he's going to trick the dude into thinking he's all right. Like he's not that dangerous. And then he's just going to turn everyone against each other. Just because I think a lot of people who aren't um, too versed on the character, they forget the genius aspect of that. He can manipulate an entire room of people. If he wants to. Yeah. You know, um, so. And I mean, he made a specific uh, in the in- full interview, which you can see on the site. He mentions that, you know, he didn't want to do another Harley Quinn story. He's like, this, this has nothing. Getting, it's getting old now. Yeah. He goes, there's nothing. He goes, there's nothing new about it. We're not retelling anything. He goes, we created a different character and wanted to kind of just remind people just how fucking scary the Joker is. Right. And uh, and the the. It comes out in October, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. I was like, going, "Ooh, that'll be kind of cool!" Like to to uh, to see how he how he fucks with this guy, because once he gets yeah. in your head, that's you're done. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna thoroughly enjoy. Hmm. All right. In a major update set for 2020, Microsoft will make a move that will remove passwords f- uh, from access to your Windows 10 PC and accounts. The reason. Passwords suck. Uh, you'll be able to unlock your computer with either facial recognition, fingerprints, biometrics, or a PIN code. Currently, these options are available, but are only used after you set up a password. Your information will be stored locally and not shared online. I mean, don't we already have that? Well, that's what I said. Yeah, we, I mean, we currently have it, but you have to set up a password in order to, you know, and oh, so you, now you won't have you to won't have to password. set up a password because their That's whole because their whole thing is is that you know yeah passwords suck because most people tend to use the same password for everything or yeah. you know uh, having to come up with a new one and it goes it fingerprint w- is my favorite like way of logging into things yeah I, however I use pin codes for my stuff right now my fingerprint sensor on my phone is the broken ah. Uh, so I need to get it fixed. So right now, my I'm, I'm embarrassed to say my phone has no locking mechanism on it at all. <laughs> all the apps do, but the phone doesn't. Um, nice. So I should probably put a pin on that. Yeah. Um, you might might want to consider that. Yeah. <laughs> um, if any people that he works with is listening to this show, come and get it. What's the, you got to get it from me first, <laughs> which isn't difficult, really. I, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Um, Cry from my cold, dead gorilla hand. 
So we're going to roll into the headlines now. I'm going to read the first one. Yep. That's why I did the intro into the headlines. Sorry, I'm <laughs> stretching. Um, there's a new Switch on the way, and it's a whole lot smaller. The company revealed the Nintendo Switch Lite, designed as a less expensive alternative to the original tablet-slash-console hybrid. It comes in at $199, to, which is $100 less than the base unit. And for that price, you get a streamlined version of the Switch. However, there are a few caveats. It's designed explicitly as a handheld. You can't connect it to your TV, and the Joy-Con controllers are built right in, meaning you can't remove them or anything, similar to the now-defunct PSP or PlayStation Vita. There are a number of improvements with the Switch Lite. It's significantly lighter. Uh, it also de- it, it also designed to feel sturdier since the Joy-Con controllers are now part of the device. The controller layout is largely identical on the Lite, though the new Switch has a proper D-pad on the left, replacing the not-so-precise um, directional buttons on the original. Yeah, since you can't take the, the Joy-Cons off, there's no point. Like, right. you can put a D-pad on the left, which I actually fucking like. Nintendo says the Lite features slightly improved battery life. The company uh, wouldn't get any more specific than that due to the more power-efficient chip layout as well as the lack of additional batteries in the built-in controllers. The Switch Lite also um, does away with the device's controversial kickstand. The Nintendo Switch Lite comes in multiple colors at launch, yellow, gray, and turquoise, um, as well as a special light gray Pokemon Sword and Shield edition. And they all have a pleasant matte texture that feels great to hold. And while the screen is slightly smaller, I think it was five and a half. Yeah, it says it down here, five and a half inches. Uh, It shouldn't bother anyone um, much during intense battles in Breath of the Wild, despite the change in size. The resolution for the Switch Lite's display remains the same 720p as the original Switch, though it no longer has a brightness sensor. So you you can only adjust the screen brightness manually, which who gives a fuck? Uh, I hate I actually hate sensor. I always do it manually on all my shit. Um, yeah, it bugs me on my phone. Like yeah, because the phone's never right. I yeah. don't know. For me, anyway, it, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I could be sitting in the same spot and then suddenly it catches light in a different spot somehow and then it darkens. And I'm like, right. well, what the fuck are you doing? I don't have time for that. All right. Um, the new device has a 5.5 inch touch display compared to the 6.2 inch from its predecessor. If you take a single Joy-Con off of an original Switch, you'll have a good idea of the size of the new version. There are some other nice touches as well, like bezels and an air vent that match the color of the hardware, so they blend in better. Um, Overall, it's a solid device and exactly what you'd expect from this kind of refresh. But that new design does come with some trade-offs. The most notable is the inability to connect it to a television. Uh, That flexibility has been a large part of the Switch's appeal. Um, similarly, sim- similarly, I fucking hate that word. The built, the built-in controls and their lack of detachable controllers, HD rumble and IR sensors create some small compatibility issues. If you want to use um, motion controls to craft monsters in Pokemon Let's Go or play a game like One Two Switch that requires them, you'll need to purchase an additional pair of Joy-Cons separately. Yeah, because you can still connect right. regular Joy-Cons to it, but it seems like it defeats the purpose of the entire <laughs> light. Um, currently all switch game packages specify when titles are playable in portable mode and Nintendo says, um, similar labels will be applied to the digital eShop. If you attempt to purchase a game that's incompatible with the switch Lite from the eShop, the company says you'll receive a warning aside from the new design and these, those few changes, the Nintendo switch Lite and the original switch are largely identical. 
Nintendo says that there's no performance difference between the two models, and you can still use the same accessories with the Lite, including Joy-Con controllers, the Switch Pro controller, and the Pokeball Plus. Uh, the Switch Lite still supports Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and NFC, and has built-in gyro controls. Interestingly enough, the Bluetooth does not work with audio. You cannot use wireless audio oh, with weird. it. I was just reading that today, and I don't know why. The Bluetooth is how the um, controllers connect, but the, in the programming, they they didn't allow it to be used for audio. Oh, that's weird. Don't know why. Um, the Nintendo Switch Lite is launching on September 20th, the same day as Link's Awakening. For and I, I'm guessing we're gonna get a Link's Awakening version of the of the uh, of the device, oh, but sure. for one ninety nine point ninety nine cents, um, the <laughs> Pokemon version will be out on November eighth at the same price. Um, this device is interesting to me because a lot of people have been saying I have a Switch and I'm still getting one of these. And at first I'm like, why? Yeah. You know, like I have a Switch, why would I want this one? And some of the reasons made sense. Now, first of all, it makes sense if you really like to play video games on the go. Right. Um, I really don't. Usually when I'm out, I'm too busy. I've noticed the Switch stays. The only time I use the Switch like off the dock um, is uh, in my house. Right. Like I'm just at the bed or something. I assume if I go somewhere, like if I go to, to Cali to visit Steve – that'd be cool. I can bring the switch with me. Right. But, um, this mobile one is, is a lot better mobile cause it's lighter. Um, it's more solid because the, there's nothing on it that detaches. Right. Um, it just seems kind of interesting to me it's, it, that you can, you can use that. I don't know. And it's a hundred dollars cheaper. So for kids, I think this it's, it's the same price as the fucking two DS XL. Yeah. Or three DS XL actually. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's one thing though, is why is Nintendo competing with itself? I don't know. I mean, I guess they're kind of thinking that with the switch light, it might be a different marketing, marketing bracket for them. I mean, also let's, let's be honest, you know, they're probably thinking, yeah, you drop a, you drop a light and then you can get, you could buy it for kids as a portable, but yeah, I know you're taking away the three D the taking away sales from the 3ds but they may be i don't know they may be just be thinking it's a different market or that they might already have to <laughs> i'm gonna know. tell you like this right now if you want the best bang for your buck for a mobile um or a handheld gaming device 2ds xl still and i'm gonna tell you why way more fucking games for one like it's endless how many games you can get um, it's built like a tank. Like p- kids drop those things all the time, and they just keep on trucking. The screens are just are big enough. There's nothing you need. It has a little touchscreen thing on the bottom, which is kind of interesting in some games. The Switch to me, a lot of those games I don't like playing mobily, and maybe it's just me, but it's hard for me to see. Mm. Like it, it just it makes the scale of the game so small i can't really see what's going on unless it's a simple game like mario or something like that but like um breath of the wild i was having a hard time with like it just i don't know like i didn't want to squint at my screen maybe i should go to the optometrist i don't know <laughs> but um what do you think you you looking at would you buy a light or would you buy the regular one um i think i would still probably buy the regular one simply because like you i probably wouldn't take it with me everywhere Right. Um, and if I did, it'd probably be on like a long car ride or a long trip where I'm just pretty much sitting 
sedentary the entire time. Um, but I think I would probably still get um, a regu- the original because also I like that TV compatibility. Um, but I do see the appeal of it. Like, well, I don't, you know, it's big and bulky and, you know, I don't really need it for the TV. Well, then there you go. You got your PSP or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it, it seems to, it seems to fit an, it seems to fit a need. Um, also what was un- revealed this week is that, um, the original switch is getting a chip update and, um, also, uh, uh, they're updating the, uh, flash storage, um, drives. So, mm. So yeah, so those are gonna those are gonna not be like they're gonna be a new one. It's just gonna be one of those that's gonna quietly, you know, be rolled out. Um, so yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I still would probably get an original, but I do see the appeal for a short one. But I, I still, I'm I, to me, I still, I guess I could see the appeal of buying both if you have one and then you have like kids and you want to take take it, you know, get them so they don't break the regular one. Yeah, but you know. Well, because my son, my my youngest son has really taken a liking to the Switch. He and he loves uh, Nintendo games and stuff. And I'm kind of thinking for him, I this could be under the Christmas tree. Um, Two hundred is is better for me for a nine year old um, <laughs> than uh, fucking three hundred. You know, it's a little cheaper. Um, he never uses it. He's he's the exact opposite of me. He's always using it mobily. Um, so I think for him and his younger fucking eyes, uh, he'll enjoy it. And he's really, he really wants to play this new Pokemon game coming out too. And, uh, when Pokemon comes out, he ain't gonna be using my switch. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be playing it. So be like, Hey, Hey, Hey there, little man. Fuck off. Like, but that's, that's what daddy love. That's what daddy love. But fuck, right. I need you to fuck off. I'm gonna need you to get all the way to fuck off my switch. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, the switch right now is in their room. I set the dock up in there. I'm actually thinking about purchasing a second dock because i keep having to move it oh yeah like because um with me with with um the switch if a, if a hot game comes i'll i'll play in a in like a burst session like a like a few weeks or whatever and then i won't play it for a while yeah. because i usually play games on the pc um and right now i'm not playing the switch so i just put it in the kids room i hooked it up to a computer monitor <laughs> and there you go you know now that they can play Fortnite because that's what they're usually playing on it right. um and my but my when my younger son plays it like from gamefly i still have uh super mario world 2 or um super mario maker 2 um he did not like smash he said oh, he yeah. couldn't figure it out and it's been sitting there just doing nothing so i'm like okay well i guess he's not a smash fan mm. But he loves Mario Brothers, so um, that's all he wanted to play on this fucking PlayStation Mini. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Samsung lo- Samsung's long history of including a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack on its flagship phones is about to come to an end. Despite years of persevering after Apple, Google, Motorola, Motorola, and other companies ditched the headphone connector, Samsung is about to follow the same path with the Galaxy Note 10. Photos published by the FCC depicted both the bottom and top of the upcoming phone, and beyond the S-Pen slot, there is no other circular cutout in sight. The FCC seemed to have briefly shared these images by mistake. Samsung followed the usual protocols in requesting confidentiality for external photos of the Note 10 test device, and yet here we are. Whoops. Mm. Uh, Slash leaks, droid life, and... XDA developers 
reported on the now removed images that there are two different modes uh, models of um, at the FCC, but neither include 5G. So, um, so as far as the 10 um, S10 series, Samsung will likely produce a standalone 5G model because, of course, they will. Aside from the headphone jack being a goner, renders of the phone have already suggested this was coming. We get a look at the triple camera system on the back. There's another sensor positioned um, under the flash, which could be the same as the 3D time of flight depth sensor that Samsung included on the Galaxy S10 5G. The note is usually where the, the note is usually where the company throws everything in it, everything in it can. Uh, so it makes sense that they'll carry over everything from the top tier S10 model. The center aligned front camera cutout is also faintly visible in one shot. Uh, according to the FCC, the larger of the two Note 10 models will, feature, will measure in at 162.5 millimeters score across and 77.6 millimeters tall. For comparison, the Note 9 was 161.9 uh, by 76.4 millimeters. The Note 10 Plus or Pro, whatever it ends up being called, will feature a 6.7-inch screen, while the smaller version will have a 6.3-inch display. Samsung will uh, formally announce uh, the Note 10 at a August 7th unpacked event in Brooklyn, New York, providing they don't have another blackout. Right. It's interesting because we were coming not too long ago. They said they were canceling the Note line entirely. Right. And then um, we had the announcement of the Note 10. Um, not having a headphone jack, I'm not even surprised. I know. I'm, I'm actually surprised it took this long. Right. Um, once one of them gets – once Apple gets away with it, they all get away with it. Well, I've been actually reading a lot more on um, – like with a lot of companies are actually have actually stepped up their Bluetooth game. So like the Bluetooth headphones, the buds and stuff like mm -hmm. that seem to be better than they were when they started. I use some um, not over the top fucking LGs every day mm -hmm. and it works perfectly fine. I never really have an issue whatsoever. Um, I use them all day at work. I mean the battery dies. Right. You know what I mean? Whatever. And then I just get out the wired ones <laughs> so that I can't do that anymore. Right. Um, but then it just becomes another thing you have to charge at night. Yeah. And um, oh, and you have to get a dongle now because they're going to probably have a dongle. So if it's charges to the yeah. phone like Apple's does where you charge through the lightning port. And I was when I had the when I was using the iPhone, I didn't have an issue with that either. I, had, I have the dongle for the iPhone. And when my Bluetooth died, I would just plug it in for the fucking 30 minutes it takes for them to charge. Right. And then you're good to go. Like, I, I think people get uppity about silly things. I mean, I got it when it was first happening, but now it's like, all right, it is what it is now. It's just like, something people have to get used to, and people hate change. Yeah. You know, like, it works fine the way it does. It's like, yeah, but technology does. I mean, to be honest, I would rather have wireless earbuds than wired going through my shirt, and every time you bend and move and stuff like that, that you know, pulls out, gets caught, whatever. Yeah, you I know, agree. You know, it's like I'd rather just have you know, wireless and just deal with that. So I will read the main story. Oh, that's right. Since I found it because <laughs> <laughs> you um, have the power of a supernova in your hand. <laughs> Anyways, so powerful to create a back hole. <laughs> we have serious things going on. I need you to put your serious face on. Okay. 
Ugh, that <laughs> sounded gross. <laughs> Ubisoft. Good old Ubisoft. Has once again partnered with actor uh, Joseph Gordon-Levy's um, Levitt's uh, production company Hit Record, which, I don't know, I'll talk about <laughs> to produce in-game materials. All made by Hit Record um, community members, this time for Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, the renewed partnership has again raised the ear of game developers and um, others on social media who criticize the process as potentially exploitative, speculative work. Um, specifically, Ubisoft and Hit Record have organized a commission to commission 10 new songs for Watchdog Legion. Uh, in a video posted to Hit Record's YouTube channel, Watchdog, Watchdog's Legion creative director Clint Hawking, audio director Richie Nito, uh, and Hit Record founder and director Gordon, Gordon Levitt um, described the partnership as an opportunity to reflect the game's emphasis on collaboration between characters through the open world's music. Hit Record um, operates by essentially creating a project page. In this case, one has been made for Watch Dogs Legion. And then, then members of Hit Record's community, really anyone on the internet who knows of Hit Record, <laughs> are able to sign up to contribute to the project. Contributors span a wide gamut. Some might record large portions of a song, while others might add an additional layer of music or remix it or sing vocals. Hit Record then selects what work it wants to use from this pool of contributors and pays them according to how much work they put in. Each of the songs that Hit Record commissions and sends to Ubisoft will receive a $2,000 payment split between each contributing artist. As with every Hit Record project, how they pay is split up... How they pay is split up will be posted online for all to see and contributors have two weeks to voice concerns about how much they're being paid. Although a final decision is still up to hit record. Anyone whose work has not been, was not chosen um, to be used receives no payment hit record and Ubisoft previously partnered up on beyond good and evil Two with the community members. Um, what is this word? Obstinately, obstinately, Ostinately, fucking Steve out here trying to pick up chicks with this shit. No, like it. Uh, designing it was the artwork. word of the day. Right. <laughs> it was on his little tearaway calendar. Um, posters and music that will be found uh, around the game's world. Hit Record um, as a whole has collaborated on books, shows, films, commercials, and more. This partnership, plus Ubisoft and Hit Record's previous work on Beyond Good and Evil 2, has raised concerns about the game uh, development community, some of whom call the process exploitative. Some Twitter users have used uh, the hashtag, hashtag no spec, uh, which means no spe speculative work. The American Institute of Graphic Arts describes spec work as work done for free in hopes of getting paid for it or work done in hopes of winning a prize in whatever form that might take, but concedes that unpaid work may take a variety of forms and is ultimately a decision between employer uh, and a worker who must be aware of the risks. This sucks. Pay people for their labor, said Mike Bithell, a developer of John Wick Hex, um, subsurface circular Thomas was alone and others stop exploiting fans and hobbyists while devaluing the work of those with the gall to actually expect consistent payment for work done do better ubi we're counting on you according to rock paper shotgun fifty thousand dollars was set aside for payment on beyond good and evil two contributors but hit records website lists those payments as pending so 
The one thing I want to open up with is Hit Record essentially does nothing. Hit Record is a middleman. Yeah. Um, and I get the hustle here. It's like we can get fans to do shit. And fans have been, I mean, just off the top of the dome, Skyrim with the modding community. Right. Fans will make shit for things. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the ones who they choose to take get are getting paid. Right. Right. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's, um, it's a weird system and I think that it would be better to just be hired to do something. Um, but people are saying like, you need to pay people for their labor. It's like, but they know what they're getting into. Right. It's, this isn't a situation where, they're not slaves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not like they're not like you have to do this. It's like no, if you choose to do it, you know, uh, it's it's like entering for me. It's like entering a contest. You know, you right. submit work, and then if you win, you get the prize. If you don't, well, you get the middle finger. But the problem is, is that spec work happens a lot in Hollywood. Like this isn't something new. And I think I think for a lot of people, particularly, you know people in the gaming community are usually paid for work you know there there is no real spec work involved unless you design a game from the you know ground up but in hollywood as a writer you do what's called a spec script and if you want to work as a writer usually you have to take a show that's on the air um right now and then you write a script a script for that episode a script for that an episode for that show and then what you do is you use that as a spec script. So then if people are like, well, I don't know, can, can he write for TV? They usually use that as your calling card. It's they, like a model's fucking yeah, portfolio. Yeah, and they read it and they go like, oh, okay, and then they, you know, then they bring you on. And if you, you know, like, oh, he can do the work. Okay, we bring him on. That's a spec script. It's designed not to actually be purchased, but to actually, you know, use as a calling card to get work. Um it happens a lot. You know, you'll see, you'll hear that a lot. Uh, spec scripts. People write scripts in hopes that they get made. But in Hollywood, not all of them get made. Um, Star Trek, when Star Trek The Next Generation was on, there was a, there, they had an open um, <clears throat> submission during Next Generation through Voyager. And that you could submit a story because they'd go, well, you know, after so long, you know, you can only come up with so many stories. That's how writers like Brennan Brega you know, Ronald D. Moore and writers like that got onto those shows through spec. They yeah. got on writing an episode. Oh, we like this, this story we may, we won't be able to do, but you can do something else. You can write something else or, or become part, uh, an actually writer. Yeah, on so show. what is the issue? I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of, for some reason, these people don't understand that fans of something would love to create just to create and if they use right. it, cool. But there's this, like, it seems to me that there's this misguided notion that, you know, people are doing stuff for this, but if they're not being used, they should still be paid. And I don't understand how that works. Like, there's, that's, in, they're in some kind of salt mine. Right. Like, that, toiling away. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, like, there's some type of, you know, um, how should I say, duping process that hit record is doing like, oh yeah, come on kids, you can do this and get a job with them. Yeah, come on. Like they're somehow doing it. It's like, hey, we're, we're, we have this thing where you come out, you do this, you know, you, you, you know, and, and, and a lot of times from what I'm gathering, it's like, they're not even doing a whole composite. Like, you know, it's kind of like what um, people do for 
uh, like this podcast. Um, you know, they have a, uh, uh, an open copyright. So like Mark McLeod, who used, we used to use, uh, uh, his music for the show, for the shows. He had a specific thing. It's like, yeah, you have a, it's a loose copyright, which says that I'm giving this music out there. You just have to give me credit. However, you can remix it. You can add vocals. You can do other stuff to it, but I still need to be credited as having, being part of that, which is kind of what I see this as being, but I don't see this as an issue of somehow where they're contributing their time for stuff that might not get used, I don't understand where the issue is. Well, and that, and that again is why I thought of the Skyrim modding community because you have people that dedicate years to a mod and get no money for it. They just do it because they love doing it, you know. And it doesn't sound like Ubisoft or Hit Record are are lying to anybody or or, or not being transparent. So I don't. I don't get it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it would be different if we were to see like, oh, hey, these guys aren't paying them. Then I'd be like, you know, fuck you, Ubisoft, pay them. Like, you know, if, if you're pay using the ones their, you chew, like, don't yeah, just take no, their shit. That, that's what I mean. Like, if you're yeah. just if you're using their shit, but you're not paying them, you know, then I'd be like, you know, fuck you, Ubisoft, pay them. You know, that you're using their shit, you know, you know, do it, do it, you know, do it. But so. Know, but that that's where I'm kind of like I was reading something like maybe I'm missing something. So I read it like a few times and then I was like, no, I don't think I am. This seems like a pretty cut and dry case for us. Right. So that's what I'm saying. If you if you think we're wrong, definitely hit us up. Right. Because we want to see an, another another perspective on it, because I, I don't see this as being an issue. It's it's literally Ubisoft going, OK, we'll just have everyone bide for the job. I mean, isn't that what an in- interview process yeah, the, I is? I mean, to me, it like, just seems like, yeah, it just seems like some people are thinking like somehow they're being duped. And that's the problem when you're using social media, because a lot of times with social media, it's a distortion field, you know, where they're saying like, yeah, these people aren't getting paid for, for their work. It's like, yeah, but they're not promised to be, they're only promised to be paid if they get used. Right. And I, you know, yeah, but that's like anything, you know, like when, a company is trying to get an account. You draw up these things and there's no promise that you get it, but you're hoping to get the account, you know, and, and you, you know, but that, that's the whole part. That's like sales, you know, you're going out there to sell and if they buy it, cool, then you got what you're, you got what you got, you know, but if you don't, then, you know, it's like, okay, well, let's try the next person. But I don't, that's where I don't see, like, I, I it's like, for me, it's like it's exploiting fans and hobbyists. Well, a hobbyist isn't doing this for, money they're not doing this to get paid fans will do anything even if they don't get paid like fucking slash fiction you know look at people that that do that or write you know uh you know fiction online or submit books and you know it's like you know it's it's to me it just seems a bunch of people that don't understand how how the fan culture is and then somehow saying oh well you're devaluing their work you know, by, you know, you're devaluing the work. But I think what the problem is, this is where I think this could turn. And this is just total speculation on my part. I think what the real problem is and why you're seeing people like in the, in the gaming community that are, that are getting annoyed by this is because they're using people outside. 
Yeah, they're using people that aren't in the gaming community. Right, they're not using people that could create music or could create posters or images and things like that that they could use on there. So they're not paying, they're taking work away from actual, you know, illustrators and musicians that work in that industry of like, well, I could come up with 10 songs if you need it like that, you know. But what they, I, and I understand what Ubisoft and Hit Records is saying is like, everybody has different tastes. Everybody has different ideas. And because the game is supposed to be of us, like it's your collective, your team, you, you know, you design it your way. You right. have more options, more open options than having, okay, we want this guy who's done music for us on all these different games to do 10 additional songs, which may sound the same. Because he's looking at, well, this kind of fits the texture of the game and the mechanics and the way the scores and the mood is. You'll have somebody who's like, I think this sounds cool. I would have this for my team. And I think that's the underlying, that's where this, and that's the problem when you get news stories and stuff like that through social media is that there's a little bit of a slight distortion where it's suddenly, it's like, oh, we're saying this, even though it doesn't make sense, you have to kind of look under and go, oh, wait, maybe it's because they're using fans who are only going to get paid, you know, whether they say 2000 that get divvied up with everybody else, who probably a, a professional illustrator or writer would probably make that in a day. Right. And it's, it's to them, it's their, well, we'll say this when it's actually they're taking money from us. That's kind of how I saw it as being an issue. Because otherwise, it's normal business. And all these people should know better that are complaining about it. But I'm thinking, you know what? I think it's something else. I think it's talking about them. And that was a thing, and that yeah, that that was kind of why I was like, we should talk about this because I don't know much about this industry, but I know Steve does. So I'm like, I wonder because I kind of felt like this already happens, right? Like this kind of this kind of uh, all the time, tit for tat. You know what I mean? Kind of spec work shit. And it's um, I mean, when you go into it, when you go down, yeah, when you go into an interview and you're forced to blow the blow the boss. No guarantee that you're actually going to get it because you right. just have to suck dick better than the people that after before and after you. Exactly. I mean, I mean that's just the working culture. <laughs> that's how life is. <laughs> just set the Me Too moving back like ten years. <laughs> it's really, it's really just the definition of how life works. <laughs> right. Sometimes you got to suck the dick. You got to suck life's dick and hope hope for the best, you know. But that it's th- almost it almost reminds me of a quote from uh, Captain Picard. Where you can do everything right and still it goes wrong. True. That's not the exact quote, but that's right. basically what he says. Right. I mean, it yeah, to me, that's when I was when I was reading this, I was like, I think I'm missing something. And and you know, I, the article was from IGN and I felt like they were missing something. Or like something wasn't coming wasn't it was just focusing on how they were complaining about people not being paid. And I'm like, but that, but you get that with mods, you know, in the gaming community. You get that with fan fiction, you know. Right. You get, I mean, shit. You have people that do Star Trek movies and put them on YouTube or um, scenes from their favorite shows. Most the, the hope is always, oh, somebody will like it and then I can get paid. But that's you're doing something because you love to do it and it's something you like to do in hopes of getting paid. So I don't see where the problem is there. In fact, you're actually giving hope to people like, oh, I can contribute. Then you could be like, yeah, uh, some of my music was used in Watch Dogs Legions. You know? But I think the, the real point is, is that the other side is, well, you're not using people that deserve this shit a chance to do it. So you're going to exploit the fans. And that's where I think the exploiting of fans comes from. It's like instead of using people that do this, you're going to use fans who will do it for cheaper 
and you're going to exploit them at the sake of not paying us to do it. Yeah. They, they just want to, they want the work. Yeah. So that's, that's, the, that's the only thing I can see out of this. Cause otherwise it doesn't make any fucking sense. All right. Well, I think that'll lead us into something even more absurd. <laughs> so, and this finally, made me laugh. <laughs> and finally, tonight, more than 280,000 people have already declared that they will be attending a Facebook event later this year called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. What happens if, if this joke event actually goes ahead with anyone is anyone's guess. Uh, maybe they'll find the Roswell alien hanging out with Elvis and Tubok. Maybe they'll discover that the film set where the moon landings were staged, or maybe they'll get they'll all get stopped. If I were a betting man, I'd probably put my money on the latter. After all, Area 51 is fiercely guarded by an army of so-called camo dudes whose sole purpose in life seems to keep trespassers out of the top-secret military base. Ironically, it's located just... 80 miles from Las Vegas, where there are a lot of betting men. This article comes from I Fucking Love Science. Uh, scheduled for 3 a.m. on September 20th, the raid has been organized with one mission in mind, to see them aliens. In order to get past security, attendees will have to come up with a plan to outrun any bullets that may greet them by co- um, copying the running style of an anime character, call, uh, ca- cartoon character called Naruto. Even if anyone was able to get access to the base, they'd still have a pretty hard time knowing where to look for the cryogenically frozen aliens, given that Area 51 spans over 2.9 million acres. What goes on the inside of the perimeter is highly classified, although the official story is that the base, which forms part of the Nevada Test and Training Range, is an Air Force training center. It's also hosted a large number of nuclear weapon tests, but it most famously said to be the site of where the UFO that supposedly crashed at Roswell, New Mexico in 1947 is being kept along with its alien pilot. And in case you still haven't figured this out, this event is absolutely not serious and no one should even think about trying to raid Area 51. There are a lot of other things to do on September 20th. Maybe do one of those instead. Um, yeah, if, you, if you guys all want to line up and get shot. Yeah. I, By it, all means. It's been funny. Some, uh, Whitney Cummings said on her Instagram, hey, if you guys are going to raid Area 51, please wear, um, please have Go, uh, GoPros attached to your heads so we can enjoy this. Um, the memes have been fucking hilarious yeah. on this. Uh, I posted If one, anything, the memes the, are, are what make it worth it. <laughs> uh, one I posted was uh, with the um, actual Area 51 video game with the uh, guns, and it says... You know, got to practice when you're trying to get them aliens. Um, oh, yeah. I sent one to Adam that had uh, the Predator. And it's like, all everything's fun and good when the government goes and unleashes this homeboy on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. Like, there are signs. That's one of those places where. There are signs, there are signs that say we'll be say, shot. Beyond, yeah, beyond this point, we can legally shoot you. Right. They don't go beyond that point. <laughs> it's not worth it. I mean, it's just, it's. It's been hilarious. A lot of the memes have been the greatest thing about this thing. Um, I was when I this article that I just read from uh, I fucking love science. Somebody somebody goes, you know, I remember when you used to be cool. Now you're just doing clickbait. And I was like, how is this clickbait? 
like it's actually happening. It's actually happening. Like this is this is something that you know. I, and to me, it just kind of was like, I wonder how many people are think it's going to be serious. Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm worried. That's that what, there might be a group that will try it. Right. That's the thing. Is is like you know all of us sane people. You know, we'll sit there and go like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I'm going to go to the event, you know, and you, you, you do that. And then you're just like, but how many people will like, yeah, we should all go. They can't catch all. And when they can't catch all of us, there's usually a suicide mission. Yeah, We're that all means go- that 80% of you are getting shot. Right. You know, it's like this isn't going to be out of like fucking Independence Day. You're not going to roll up with like Will Smith with an alien in your parachute and be like, you know, this is my uh, was it. This is my authorization. You know, they'll fucking shoot you and take the alien. Like, I don't understand how. how it's, it's, um, it's stupid. It, does, it doesn't make any sense. I thought it was funny. The memes alone make it worth it. And I really hope that no one thinks that this is a serious thing. Because. Uh, you know, there's always somebody. It won't even show up on the news. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll hear. Getting shot. You'll hear. Uh, you'll hear. Yeah, so. um over 100,000 people showed up to storm Area 51. After that, we have no information. We don't know if any of them live or died or if they'll ever be heard from again. Right. And I have been told to never talk about this again. Right. <laughs> this is the only... You see a gun, like, pointed at the guy's head, right, as he's reported it, you know? Right. Um, I mean, it's just... Uh, oh, it's been... It's Like, I'm just sitting here going, oh, my God, and this, like thinking about like how stupid some people, you know, how some people are and like, uh, what was it? Um, some of the memes that I saw was like of Han Solo going when you're hoping that area 51 memes have passed, but when you open up Reddit and they're still there <laughs> and it's like, that's it. I'm turning back. Well, I think a lot of people think everything's a joke, you know what I mean? And yeah. then go ahead and storm area 51. You'll find out that some things are not a joke. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there's one that this one I saw was was hilarious. It's the scene from um, the Avengers. You have Loki going Area 51. We have a, um, Area 51. It's like we have an army. The internet. We have Kyle. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. Like there's this uh, there's these people, and I've told Steve about them. They're called the Yogs Cast. They're a YouTuber group from England, and it's it's like the dude where it's the um, the smiley face, and then the next one is he's smiling, and the next one he's not smiling. And it says uh, the first one is everyone's going to storm Area 51, and then it says government smiling, and then it shows. Um, just a picture of like the one dude from Yogg's cast is like, Oh shit. Like it's <laughs> just stupid shit has been going on and it's hilarious, you know, but, um, let's hope it stays that way. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. Um, was it U S government area 51 is off limits. 300,000 K plus suicidal millennials. Are you really in charge here? Oh my god. There was one where uh I saw it was using um hot fuzz and uh one of them goes when they're attacking Area 51 and it's not as big of a group as you thought it was and then you have the guy um the Nick Frost with a shotgun going pity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know the military's like, "Oh, let them come. I like to see this happen." Yeah, it goes like we're bored anyway. Yeah. They don't have much to do and now you're going to just give us target practice. 
enemies of the state across <laughs> this board. So go ahead. Exactly. You're considered a terrorist. You're going to sit next to Mohammed, Mohammed, Mohammed Ben Bazir, you know, at Gitmo. How many times do they call Mohammed? It is the world's most popular name. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people are called more than one in, in their name. I was watching, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Newsroom on HBO, old series on there. And uh, this uh, Jeff Daniels mem- was memorizing, had memorized the crew's name. And he had Mohammed, 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 and then some last name. And then they go, oh, he's not here anymore. He went to Fox. And then the guy looks and goes, Fox hired a guy with three Mohammeds in his name? <laughs> Yeah, like that's that's <laughs> like, unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, all right, so that's our episode for this week. Thanks for joining us. If you want to help us out, there are two ways you can. One, you can leave us a review wherever you get the show, recommend the show to friends. And two, if you really want to help us out, you can donate. Head over to thelazygeeks.com and click on the donate button. It's the PayPal logo on the right side of the page. Click it and all, um, all donations will help uh, keep the show going and allow us more opportunity to spend more time on content and stuff like that. And you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the lazy geeks, uh, Twitter and Instagram at the lazy geeks, all one word for both of them. Send us feedback, comments, suggestions for episodes, your favorite conspiracy theories, or um, some selfies that you can quickly <laughs> send off from the area 51 raid before you get shot um, to the geeks at the lazy and how would you plan to get into Area 51? If you, I want to hear some of your guys' ideas. Um, you know, let us know how, how you would storm with 200,000 and a well-trained military. <laughs> let us know how you would get past that. Yeah. All right. And if you want more content from us, just go ahead over to the blog, thelazygeeks.com. And uh, thanks for checking us out. So until next time, live large. If you ain't living large, you ain't living at all. Mm-hmm.